Welcome to the Yav Podcast with Kelsey on South Sharab Radio. I love that. We're live. We're live right now. Live on location. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the the, the, the Super Bowl post game live stream on the Yav Podcast. I'm joined by friends of the podcast, uh, Roger Callender. As well as Michael Hyatt, how you guys doing today? Good, good. I was doing um, well up to about ten minutes. I'm <laughs> doing pretty well, Calvin. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you know what's you, you know what's crazy about all this? Like, I'm actually really proud of um, my maturity. I'm proud of my maturity because. <laughs> I um, you know, I, I thought right now I'd be punching the TV, the, the punching the TV screen. You know what I mean? Kicking over the computer, covered in tell, tears, tell, telling y'all to go f yourselves. That might that might still happen. That might still happen. <laughs> what? Drowning, drowning in your tears, Calvin. <laughs> yeah, poss- possibly that, possibly that. But you know, I'm I'm uh, I, I'm I'm not in a good space. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not in a good space. <laughs> what, what, what was what was the final score? 25-22? I don't even know who won. Who won the MVP? I don't even know. I just thought I just. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have they're no gonna, idea. They're gonna give it to Mahomes. Who else are they? Yeah, give it to? they have to. Yeah, give it's it. good. It's good. It's definitely going to Mahomes. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no interceptions. Uh, two touchdown know, passes. You had, one, you had one pick. Remember, you had one. Oh pick yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. But yeah. two touchdowns, one pick. He, he started running. He, he started running the ball. Yeah, it's got. It's got to go to him. Yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. agree with that. I agree with that. Once yeah. again, I mean, Mahomes was Mahomes. We all yeah, knew it. Yeah, exactly. I had yep. shades of shades of watching the Super Bowl with Tom Brady when literally they're in overtime. They have like 15 seconds left, and he just drives down the field and he wins. That's yeah. exactly what Mahomes did. Like, I'm not yeah. surprised by it. Not 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 even a bit. Like, yeah. I'm I'm still pissed over Moody missing that extra point. Oh, it really pissed me off. It's an easy kick. This guy made 68 in a row. And then you, you missed so, out the points. And it's like, ugh, God damn Roger, Roger, Cal, is it, it, was it only me? But did he he was missing that kick regardless if it got blocked or not. Because it went right hard. Like, the trajectory of that ball, it wasn't, it was like, it was and, and it didn't look like he slipped. No. It looked like a normal plant and follow through, but he hooked right off the line. That ball had no chance, man. And it's like, oh, man, at all the times, if they were up by four points, they would have forced the Chiefs to either go for They had to get a touchdown on that final play, like that last that last series. Exactly. Um, they went to overtime. Instead, they kicked the field goal and they went into overtime. Once they went to overtime, I knew it was over because I was like, well, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, people kept hitting me up and asking me, like, yo, like, are you feeling, are you nervous? You know what I mean? Especially, like, as the game going on in the fourth quarter. I was actually so, – hold, hold on a second. I, I forgot something. Hold on. Hold on. <sighs> Take my drink here. Um, <laughs> I think you need something stronger, Cal. I'm going to get the bottle. I'm gonna get okay. the bottle just now. Break out the happy. scotch, the rum, whatever you, you got. You, you need you need some rivers or you need some rain, nephew. Some rain, nephew. Yeah, yeah, 
Burn it's the coming. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take some Ray Nephew and, and if I can find some punching, I'm going to put it inside of this, this <laughs> oh, right now. Oh, jeez. That's <laughs> all right. Oh, man. No, no, but you know what? Like, I kept I kept hearing the as I'm seeing uh, Travis Kelsey getting hugged by Taylor Swift. Um, I was um, I, I was I was like I was surprisingly calm pretty much the whole time. Like even at, when it was going into overtime, like I'm getting calls like a Texas like, hey, you, how you feeling? I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I actually feel pretty good. I feel pretty good right now. And, why was and, that? and I'll tell you when I started getting nervous. Right. Um, for the first time in the game I got nervous on that last drive and I was just sitting there like oh shit like yo this could could this be it and I felt my stomach start to get queasy what made me officially get nervous is when it was I think third down on one of the drives on um, on, on our last drive but it was third down and they they uh they panned the camera over to uh, over to Mahomes and Mahomes had a smirk on his face and I said oh fuck <laughs> That that right there, I said. <coughs> excuse me. That right there, I said. Oh no, that made me nervous. That made me a little bit nervous right there. Listen, they had their opportunities. They did. They literally did everything that they needed to do. Right. They yeah. switched up the defense. They mixed up. They were covered. They were going into zone and then flipping to man. You know, they they had at one point they had the team so rattled. They had Mahomes rattled. Kelsey's yelling at Andy Reid. Like yeah. They had them. They had them throughout the whole flipping game. Yeah. You know, the turnovers, even with the turnovers, I still feel like they were right there up to the end. But then, man, I knew if they went into overtime, I just had a sinking feeling. I was like, they're not going to beat Mahomes in overtime, man. Yeah. They're not. Because at the end of the day, they still have Brock Purdy. And Brock Purdy is still going, at, at, going against Mahomes. And that's basically what it boils down to. Yeah. You know, both defenses were gassed. Um, you know, Mahomes always makes some big plays at the most opportune times. Purdy missed, you know, he missed some key passes. Like, I mean, he did. Yeah, um, he did. He had, um, I can't was, lie. He, he, he was, he was looking at points, even though he seemed composed, his yeah. delivery made it seem like he was like, he had the jitters in his arm. You know yeah, what I mean? Like sometimes the passes weren't coming out with that fluidity that you know of a professional you know, quarterback. With, right. Right. But you know what, like, the, the testament to what Roger's saying, like, it's, like, so true that, like, you know, I was going off that the narrative of this game was going to be, you know, rigged sports. Because, you know, they've changed how they call sports now. It's now entertainment, right? It is. And so is. when you start to see bodies dropping from the 49ers and things looking like it's playing out to a potentially of a script, you're like, what's really going on here? Mm-hmm. But, Roger, you're 100% right. When you see, like, if you're a real football fan and you understand the sport, there was real life, real time uh, adjustments made yeah. to make sure stops were happening. And that's what was happening. Right? And yeah. then because for, the 49ers started to get into a, a, a more of a man defense and they stopped remembering the by Mahomes, he started running. Exactly. He took advantage. So, exactly. So it's it, it can't be rigged. It's it's chess. Yeah. Okay, right. so you've been playing zone, so you've been stopping us from running because you had somebody spying on me. Now 
you've left off, you left, you let us alone, and now I can run. Okay, thank you. This is what I've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Just take it off, man. Yeah. Right. And the thing is, they didn't. Um, the um, the Chiefs didn't do that with the 49ers. Right. Because Brock right. never got a chance. He got two runs, and that was it. Because they knew that if they allowed Brock to start running, he was going to hurt them as well. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, man, it, you know what? Honestly, for a game that I really didn't care about, this was a very good game. There it was wasn't a, like a. It was, it, was it was a really good game. Like it was good defensively. It was good offensively. It was just like a, a it, real it like. Was a, it was. It was a great game because I like I like even though for most of it it was a defensive battle. Like yeah. we kept saying, like even in the press podcast, we kept saying like the game's gonna be won on the lines, right? And shout out to Carrie. Shout out to Carrie Joseph. That was uh, one of our guests in the last pod. But <clears throat> because he was like, defensively, it's the defensive line is going to win this game on either side. Yep. And he he had it right. Like Eric Armstead was uh, for the for the Niners was probably the MVP of the line. And mm, and I think yep. and I think on Kansas City, I mean, there was a few guys you could have gone to, but I think Nick Holton was the other guy. I think Bolden, sorry, was the other guy mm. that had a bunch of tackles, a bunch of assisted tackles. And like he did his job, like his job was amazingly done. And you know, we've been around sports enough when you you know, like when there's when there's games like this where where points are hard to come by. You know, like you you gotta control the mistakes. And I felt like the Niners, and that's what made me nervous. Like the Niners, they they made too many mistakes. A little a little bit. Not so like they made a ton, but they made a little bit too many mistakes. And they didn't capitalize on Kansas City's because there was a point in time where I was like, you know, if if Kansas, if, if I think it was one point in time where it was like seven nothing or or ten nothing at the point or whatever, and I'm like, if San Fran could just score a TD here, I'm like, I think this game is over. We just yeah. got to get this TD. If we can get this, if we can get the two touchdowns, I'm like, it's over. I think we got this. Yeah. Nope. You but we just we just couldn't get to that hump to get that extra TD. Just couldn't do it. Yep. yep. They yeah. just kept holding the line on us, you know. So I, I gotta give, like, I'm mad. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm mad and I'm I'm still drinking. But I uh, but but I but I feel like honestly, like it was a it was a great game, and I think at this point in time, I'm like I gotta give props to Kansas City's defense, man. Like they they yep. held it down. They held so them. Friends, but they they held it they held it a little bit longer than we did. Which yeah. hurts, but they did. Kansas City's defense did a masterful job, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. they were able to, you know, McCaffrey ran, but he didn't really run enough to actually hurt them. No, exactly. Like he, he didn't, didn't he didn't string a lot of big plays like he normally does. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah, man. That's, like that, I think uh, that, that, that first that first touchdown that that um the Niners scored. Um, yeah. you know that flea flicker. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my god! I felt like that ball just when pretty pretty passed the ball to Jennings. I felt like that ball that Jennings passed to um, McCaffrey must have stayed in the air for like thirty seconds. Real Roger, I am one hundred percent with you. Time. It's it's Roger. It's one of those plays where it's like if they would have caught on, yeah. it would have been going back the other way. Yeah. One thousand percent. Absolutely. One hundred percent. I thought it was, it was off. Yeah, it's literally because they didn't expect that to happen, so that's why it got through. But anyhow, one person would have been like, "No, no, no, he's behind the line. He's behind the line of scrimmage. Let me peel back." 
Exactly. Yo, that ball was going the opposite way because you're right. Why would you throw a freaking screen pass across the field? My God, yeah. it was crazy. I did not see that coming. But no. I knew something was wrong. Right when, right when Jennings caught the ball, he was so far behind the line of scrimmage. He was like ten yards. I was like, "What is this? Yep. It has yep. to be. He has to be passing it." Yep. And I figured he'd be passing it forward. I never even dreamed that he'd be passing it basically forty yards. What twenty twenty? <laughs> <laughs> 40 yards sideline to sideline. Like, oh my god, I was holding my breath the whole time. And then when McCaffrey jumped up and grabbed it at the last minute, I was like, yeah. okay. Yeah, I was like, yeah, wow. You, you, you know, once he caught it, and you were okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There was literally only two defenders there to stop yeah. him. And both those guys were being blocked. So I was like, okay, that's solid. But I mean, I, want... oh, I wanted to touch on something. I don't know if you guys were watching this part of the game, but. Greenlaw, the linebacker, 57. Oh, my God. I, if I could tell you that I was not surprised that he was going to do something to somebody or himself before the game was, was out. He was too amped. Mikey, what? I was on my chat group. Like, I have, I'm in two chat groups. I was in both of them. I was like, what the hell just happened? This guy literally got injured coming back on the field. He was just so hyped up. <laughs> and he pulled something in his he leg. Was I was like, "This, like, what kind of voodoo is this, man?" Brendan, but what, what, but I, but I hope you were watching the first, like, his first two tackles. His yeah, first he was, tackle, he was like out of his he, mind. He tackled the dude and punched the dude in the chest. No, really, I didn't know. The that. next one, yo, Brendan, the next tackle, he kicked the dude, but he didn't get called for it. I go, yo, this dude is way too hyped. Yeah, and then you see him trying to get onto the field. He, yo, his knee's gone. Like the way he buckled, he has ACL or PCL or meniscus. Oh no, I don't think I don't think it was. I think they said it was his Achilles. I think he blew his Achilles. Even worse. I, yeah, Even yeah. worse. They said Even something. Worse. They just said it was a lower leg injury. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think I think, no, I think they did say Achilles. I, I think they said it was an Achilles injury. The way he jumped up, it looked like he. It looked like his leg buckled. That's what I. Thought. Yeah, I think I think it was yeah. his Achilles because he could bend his knee. Oh, okay. But I but but the thing is though, I saw his knee stop. So. But the thing is, you know, when you're dealing with turf, that, that field turf, mm. when your leg stops, everything is buckling. So you don't know what's really getting injured. Like, yeah. everything's probably getting injured. He probably tore his calf, tore his Achilles, you know, did some, but anyways, this man <laughs> no, was on the You know what? I, 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 saw, I did see that even, like, pregame and stuff. He was, like, he was uh, overly amped. Like, uh, he was, like, on Ritalin. He was yep. on Ritalin, just like on Adderall. Oh, <laughs> everything. Man. He had speed, freaking. Yeah, he was man. like he was like Latimer. He was like Latimer from the program. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he was, yeah. yeah. You lost your water, baby. <laughs> 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 it was out of control. <laughs> Started lineup. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he was way too amped up, man. Way this too, way going. too amped up, my G. Oh my God. <laughs> Cocaine. I don't know what was it. <laughs> Yo, yeah. well, hey, they, they are in Vegas, so yeah, I yeah. would not be surprised. Murphy, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, man. That that was wild. Like, like so. I mean, here's here's a question. Do you, do you guys think that my Niners need to take a sea bath or like float in holy water before games? Because what the hell was that? We were we were under the blue tent so much. Oh my gosh, it was Yo, crazy. I, I, I do. Go ahead. I was gonna say when I saw Debo go down, I was like, "You gotta oh. be kidding me, man!" Yeah, 
I was like, it's bad enough with Greenlaw because I'm like, he's one of our most important defensive players. And okay. you knew at a certain point in time, we're going to need him late in the game. And that's what started to happen. Like Kelsey started to go off a little bit because Greenlaw yep. wasn't there. Exactly. Like they started just attacking, attacking his backup. Yep. So, no, so many people went into the, into that little blue tent, man. Kittle yeah, at one point, um, I think even, was it Trent Williams at one point, I think? Yeah, another old lineman went down. When it was, but yeah, it was like just people were just going in and out of that blue, that blue tent. But obviously, obviously. It's, it's a Super Bowl, Bowl. so they're like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. back in back here. Yeah, there's a bit of an echo there. there. Oh, oh, let me see. Um, okay, I guess it's gone. But yeah, no, you're right. Like I, I, I didn't understand what was happening. I'm like, is there something with the turf? And I'm like, why is it happening in Kansas City? How come nobody else is going on on Kansas? Nobody else is slipping on turf. Calvin, San Francisco and their injuries, man. San Francisco and their injuries. What I can say is they did manage to last the whole season without any major injuries, which yeah. is new for Kansas City because, you know, most like, shoot, I just remember a few years ago when, like, all their running backs got injured within, like, three three game span, and they were literally bringing people off of the practice squad. Yeah. People were just kind of going, like, and then, what, four years ago, Brock Purdy got injured. Um, well, last year, you mean? Yeah, sorry. Last year, yeah. yeah. Sorry, last year, Brock Purdy got injured. I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel like they were right there. Like, they they had their chance. Yeah. And if there was ever a time where Mahomes was vulnerable, it would have been well, now. It was, yeah. And they did everything right. Defensively, they played amazing. You know, um, their offense played really well, aside from a few turnovers. And those turnovers cost them the game. Like, even, yeah. even that, that punt return, that – you know that punt return that got fumbled by McLeod. Oh, yeah, but it, but it went off his. Yeah, it went, it, off went, his off, it went off somebody's foot, so McLeod didn't have a choice. But he should have yeah. dove on the ball. What are you trying to pick yeah. it up for? Like yeah. you got five yeah. guys around you, drop on That's the ball. Cool. Don't try and pick it up, man. Come on now. Like football one hundred and one. Football one hundred and one. Come on, man. Don't do that. Oh, that that hurt because that put that gave KC their first touchdown and that gave them. It was like a complete momentum swing. After that, yeah. it was like. Everything just starts swinging towards Casey's way, and that's and that's sports, man. It's all like, especially when you get to this stage at this level, championship games. It's like it's all momentum. It is once the once the momentum starts swinging, like yeah, it's hard for the team to stop that wave. Like you, like especially when the when the nerves and the mental game kicks in after that, it's psychological. It's to reverse that. It's psychological. That's what it yeah. is. It's psychological. One hundred percent. I know Mikey remembers this. I'm gonna. I this is the first time I'm sharing this, but yeah. Mikey remembers this story. You know what I'm gonna say, right? Is Mikey know what I'm Hold gonna on. say? I'm listening. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, 1995. <laughs> 1995 provincial championship. Um, uh, uh, provincials in Montreal. We, uh, my team versus was Centennial. We we're playing. Um, I forgot the name of the team we were playing. Was it Exubery? Can't remember the name of the team was playing at the time. And um, same thing. Just as a, as I mean, there's so many examples. I'm just giving my personal example of that mm -hmm. of momentum seeing in a real time. We right. were down Roger 25 points halfway through the third quarter, and we came back and won the game by a point. Wow. And and I and Mikey. Well, I guess he went off the thing for a second, but I'm like, but Mikey was, he was, I think he was courtside at the game because Father Mac had made provincials. So right. I think, you know, it's one of those things you just, you're just waiting, like you're there to watch the last game. And Mikey can tell you that team was so confident when they're up 25. Nope. When we got it to about 10 
and it was about like halfway through the fourth, you saw everybody's face. Like you couldn't, you couldn't take a blade of grass and put it up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> put it up their hole. Put up their any hole, any orifice in their body. You know what I mean? You could see it. And at that point, it was like, oh, we got them. The only thing we were playing against was time. Like, yep. like, the, like, like that was it. The shot clock or whatever, like the the game clock. That's all we were playing against at that point. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, do we have enough time to make it? But other than that, it was like those guys are gone. Like momentum, you could see at that moment the crowd's going crazy. It's like their brain was just fried. Yep. Oh, and, perfect example. Atlanta Super. Um, what was it? Super Bowl. Super Bowl right. Right. When, when, get, when the Patriots won against Atlanta in 2019 or is it 2020? I can't remember. Twenty-eight to three, yeah. Going right. into the fourth quarter, perfect example. It was like a wave just hit. They just hit Atlanta, and suddenly Patriots. Everything they did was just gold. Everything. Yeah. Doesn't matter what the pass was. Everything that happened was just like a wave of momentum that just couldn't be stopped. All the way down to like the, the last play of the win of the win for the Super Bowl. Momentum you know, is everything in this game. Is everything. I, I was just telling I was just telling him the story about about the provincial game where I was like when um when 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 we when we were down twenty five and we came back and won and I was yeah. saying I was saying that when we got to like when it was about we got to about ten and I, I was like I could look on the guy's face and see everybody's everybody's face was like they were locked on like they were gone and I remember at that point we we're like okay we're just playing against the clock they're broken yeah. They're broken psychologically. They were broken. Yeah, they couldn't yeah. believe it, and they were too much in shock. That's what the problem is. Yeah, coaches get co same thing with the coaches. Yeah, they're um, you, you don't know how to game plan to game plan against the storm. Don't. Momentum is everything in sports, man. Like when you, you get to this level, it's like yeah. you get to championship game, playoff games. It's like in every sport, it's momentum. If you if you if you give a, a team a chance, especially who knows what they're doing, yeah. Man, so that's that's what was making me nervous about this game because I kept saying to myself, like, man, like if we gotta get we this this cushion is not big enough. We just gotta get like another TD. If we can get another TD, I'm like, Kansas City is not good enough because Kansas City right now, at least with this team, the parallels with, with the Patriots is crazy. The the later the later day Patriots is crazy, but like towards the end with the Patriots, they were dinking <laughs> and dunking you to death. You know what I'm saying? Like it was everything had to be perfectly executed, and because they had the weapons and they had Brady, it was always like they were never going like over the top. It was like 15 yards, 10 yards, five yards, eight yards. You know what I mean? And that's that's who Kansas City became this year. You it know is. What I mean? so, so I was like, so I'm saying all this to say, like I didn't feel like they had a chance if we're up two touchdowns. I felt like we would have had that momentum defensively, and they would not have had enough to make that up in a short span of time. But well, I think that's what why the comparisons to Tom Brady are are happening. It's because Mahomes has that control over his offense, mm -hmm. like Brady does. You knew that, like if you left too much time on the clock when Brady, with Brady being having needing six points to win, seven points to win, or tie or whatever, right. he's gonna down and do it because he had control over the game. And the offense, and right. thing like you said, Cal, you saw him smirk because it was like, <laughs> oh, oh, we got, we're good, we're we're good, we're we're fine. We're we have way more, we have more than enough time. And yep. now that oh yeah, we're, they're playing man now. I can run too. Oh yeah, don't worry, we're good. Mm -hmm. Yo, that fourth was it? The yeah, was that their fourth and one? 
was one of the most confident plays I've ever seen. I yeah. think in that type of situation, run and complete. It didn't look like it was a fourth and one play. It looked like it was a first and ten play that they were just doing as their first down play. Like, talk yeah. about momentum shift. They were just like, oh, yeah, we've got time. What we're going to do is we're going to score yeah. and not leave any time on the clock. That like, that's that smirk represented all it represented was we've been here before. Yeah, exactly. I've been here before. Yeah. We're okay. Yeah, we're fine. Like this is guys, we know what to do. Yeah, it's yeah, I, I agree. I can't I, I can't disagree with any of that. I mean Mahomes has been there, the whole team has been there. What kills me is that at one point I even heard the the, the sportscaster say that the only person that's the only person that was still on that defense from when they beat San Francisco four years ago was Chris Jones. Wow. Yeah. Everybody else is new. Basically second year players, whole bunch of third year players, like to build a defense that quickly within the past, like three to four years, or actually the past two years, I would say, because this year was, they were dominant last year. They were good this year. They were dominant, like top three dominant. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know who's who's gonna beat them. Like, who's gonna knock them off that pedestal? Next yeah. year, all you're gonna be hearing about is three peat. That's all you're gonna be hearing about. Nothing else. But they're they're not wrong. They had they had one of the most lackluster years. Yeah. That that like with it, like after being in all these playoffs and all these uh, and getting it and getting to the Super Bowl, this is one of their most like years where you're just like, okay, somebody's kind of somebody's gonna knock them off. Yeah, and nobody could find a way. Nobody can knock them off. Yeah. Miami couldn't do it. No, Miami, Miami had a run game, didn't execute the run game. They couldn't do it defensively, and plus, plus the cold, they couldn't handle it. They you couldn't. Know what I mean, the, the Bills couldn't do it. Nope. You know, you saw the Ravens couldn't do it. We tried running. We were running successful for a while. I thought we did kind of go away from it a little bit in the second half. I was, just about, yeah. I was gonna say that earlier. Yeah, too. I, that yeah. Did. I thought we did. Um. I thought we kind of we kind of we uh we kind of went away from it. And their other back, I thought they should have went back and forth like they were doing. There was a couple of games that I've watched. Yeah, yeah. 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 And they went back and forth with them because mm-hmm. that it kept McCaffrey fresh. Fresh. And yeah. they were hit with like th- like wasn't even thunder and lightning. It was like lightning and 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 and, and um flash. Yeah. <laughs> why aren't you doing that? Yeah, yeah. I was Great a little point. disappointed in that. I'm not sure why exactly they all of a sudden turned away from the pat from the run. And there was about three series in the second quarter where it was like three and out, three and out, three and out. And they were just trying to pass the ball. Yeah. I'm like, you have a run game, like start using it. And I feel like towards the end of the second, towards the end of the the third quarter, they started running the ball again. And I was like, okay, cool. They're picking it up now. Perfect. They learned from their mistake. That's good. But by then it was like just too much has happened. And I mean, this year they were, this year they were vulnerable. Yeah. Next year, there's a whole bunch of free agent wide receivers that are out there. Whether it's Mike Evans, um, there's Mike Evans. There's um, who else is who else is up? Diggs could get Diggs could be traded. Diggs could be traded. There's a lot of wide receivers coming in in the draft. And isn't Diggs asking for a trade right now too? Like he's he's saying, put me on the on on the, the free agency block. Yeah, no, I, I, see the thing is, I don't know if Kansas is uh, the Bills are going to trade somebody like that to to Kansas City. You know what I mean? No, I don't think they would. But the problem is that I think I think I read somewhere that Diggs is going to be 
$28 million towards the cap this year, uh-huh. right? And that might be the only reason why they might cut him or might try and trade him so just because he's, yeah, he's sucking up so much money. And then towards the end of the season, he basically disappeared. And it was no fault of his own. Yeah, because they just ran like crazy. In the past, and they decided they were just going to run the ball. And then they had Kincaid step up and, you know, and then once his name came back, um, their other pass catching tight end. Um, I, I don't know what they're going to do next year. And that's the thing. But what I do know is that there's tons of wide receivers in the draft this year. Like there's studs. And then with all the free agents out there, even free agent running backs, there's Eckler, there's Henry, um, there is uh, Eckler, Henry, um, Jacobs. There's so many guys out there that are just, you know, if Kansas City wants to bring it back a third time, what's stopping them from picking up Austin Eckler and having him be their third down catching back? The, the, thing, the thing that makes it scary is you're on point with that. Number one, I mean, there is enough alcohol in this drink right now for me to, I, I don't know, I got to get another drink. Um the, the other the other part though is honestly they don't necessarily even need to get a receiver. Mm. Like them right now, if they can get a good or great running back, like like remember before when um like as what once uh what's his name again? Kareem Hunt, once he left, mm. like they never had a really great running back again after that. But I'm like, if they go back and get that, I'm like they might be good. Pacheco, I think Pacheco's, Pacheco's good. good though. He is, he is good. a good running back. Yeah. But he's not the complete player that that Hunt was. Hunt could catch the ball, run the ball. Yeah. He could go on the inside. He could go on the outside. Like, he was absolutely phenomenal. He was like a do-it-all sort of back. Pacheco, yeah. not as much. Like, he, he could run the ball through the numbers. Amazing. Like, he he's great. But then they have to bring in McKinnon on, on, on third downs, usually, as they're catching back. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, like I said, if you're not going to beat them this year, when the hell are you guys going to beat them? Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Like we're literally just waiting for somebody to retire at this point, waiting for maybe Kelsey to retire, maybe Andy Reid. Yeah. I don't know because how are you going to stop these guys? It's crazy. And Mahomes is only twenty-eight years old. I know yeah. this could this could keep going for a while. On the flip side, though, going for a long what, time, man. On the flip side, though, what moves do you think San Francisco like has to do now to get back to the Super Bowl again? Because I, I I think we can kind of just run this back. I honestly, think so too. I, I honestly, I honestly believe it because you guys were, um, you really didn't have any issues on either side of the ball. You have a great yeah. back. You, uh, you have an, you have a great fullback who's like a tight end. Yeah. At, right, like we forget about him, and I think they forget about him too. I yeah. think if they used him a little bit more, that could have opened up some more doors. Right. Yeah. Brock Purdy is. A middle-class Tom Brady? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard to gauge what this guy is. Honestly, man. It's I, like, I'm only saying that because of where he came from. Very, he has very humble beginnings. And that's the only reason why I say a middle-class Tom Brady. But the thing is, he needs, he's going to need more time because like, he's not like one of those guys that like knows that, though, I'm supposed to be here. He's right. working his way to say that, hey, I'm supposed to be here. That 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 mental part, like he's gonna take a big step next year after after this run, right? Yeah, no, hundred percent. Control the team and whatnot, right? I think he already has like probably like great respect from his teammates and whatnot, you know. But mm-hmm. 
I feel like they have all the pieces. So I'm with you, Cal. I think they could. They they're ready to run it back. Like I don't think they really need to add anything. Like how? My only question is, how old is Kittle? Mm. Yeah, well, Kittle's, I mean, he's getting up there a little bit. Yeah, right? Kittle, like, Kittle'll probably be. Yeah, he'll probably be 29, 30, probably by next year. I think. I mean, even with Kittle, he really didn't do much today anyways, to be oh, honest with you. Like, did was, a lot of blocking. He did a lot of blocking, which is fine. I mean, tight ends block. Yeah. That's, that's cool. He didn't really do much. Um, I think with Brock Purdy, I hope he takes that step next year. Yeah. Because I think the biggest issue I have with Brock Purdy is it's like he's good enough to start, but I don't know if he's good enough to win a Super Bowl. And that I feel like that kind of leaves you guys in limbo. Like he needs to get better. He does need to get better. But then it's like at one point, everybody thought he could be a possibly an MVP. He had three really bad games. You know, Trent Williams went down, um, McCaffrey went down. And in those three games, he didn't play well at all. And then right. people were saying all this shit about all oh, he's a game manager, blah, 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 blah. You know, he played kind of good in the playoffs. You know, he had one that one really good game against um against I think it was Green Bay, but then he kind of disappeared. Like I don't know. I don't know. It's difficult because I feel like they, their team could your team could go back to the Super Bowl next year. Yeah. I just don't know if they're going against Mahomes again. I don't know if they're gonna win. Just flat out. I don't know if they're gonna yeah. win. I feel like he's good enough to start and he's good enough to get you guys there. I just don't know if he's gonna get you guys over that hump because even today, man, like there are some passes that he missed. Yeah, he missed, yeah. And he just he should have made those passes. Like, yeah. you know, there were some open players that he could have hit, and he just he didn't yeah. do it. Oh, so, before you keep going, uh, I got to shout out some people here. Shout out to Batch. Shout out to to Shem. Shout out to to Kevin W. South Shore family member. Uh, shout out to Keo. Uh, just the, these are the ones that are on Instagram, by the way. Um, shout out to JF. JF, what up? Batch, uh, uh, Seahawks, go f yourself. Uh, <laughs> Luigi Sunday, what's up? Cabra was good. <laughs> Sheldon, what's up? Uh, <laughs> but no, but honestly, like, yeah, man, it's um, um, it's the way the NFC is right now. Outside, I mean, you you never know what the offseason is going to bring, but outside of Philly, I would say, right now, I think we can go back. Right now, because just the way the team is structured, we don't have to pay Brock Purdy money right now. And yeah. his, his stock is going to go up, being that he was an MVP finalist. It's going to go up, right? So, But he's only in his second year, so we don't have to pay him right now. He's well, not, not for extension yet. Next year he will be, but not right exactly. now. Yeah, he has one more year. Because he was Mr. Irrelevant, yeah. he has more one more year where mm -hmm. you guys do not have to pay him. Pay him. But the question yeah. is, what's going to happen after that? Like that's that's the million dollar question, right? You pay this guy so three million So that that's why the, I think that's a big part of the reason why we can bring everybody back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we don't have to pay we don't have to pay that QB money yet. Right. Yeah. You know and, then and then there's Ayuk. He's going to want to get paid at some point. I'm not mm -hmm. sure if he's up on contract this year or probably is. I think it might be next year. Next year, yeah. But he's going to be looking at 28 million, 25. Anywhere from twenty-five to thirty million—that's probably mm -hmm. what he's going to want, and they're going to have to pay him and Debo at the same time. I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, but, 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 but right now, contractually, everybody's everybody's in a good place. We're we're good place right Dallas has to pay people. Philly's going to have to start paying some people. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, like, I don't think anybody in the NFC South or anybody in the – well, actually, Detroit. Detroit's going to be back again. Lines, lines look good. Lines, lines look good. good. So they're, they're the other ones you probably have to really worry about too. Yeah, and Dallas, but until they can get over that hump themselves, I'm not really worried about them anymore. But Man. but but I think Philly and the and the Lions are the ones right now where you're like, okay, like you gotta try to gear up for for what's about to happen there. I'm telling you, I I feel like if the Lions, we all know this, if they had kicked that damn field goal, which this playoffs would be totally different. I agree completely, 100. It would have been a completely different game. Like I and and I mean I listened to the commentators. <coughs> Coach likes to do. He likes to go for it on fourth down. But this is where I started to believe in the hype about the NFL being rigged and it being about entertainment. Because it's like you as a coach, Roger Cal. Mm. Yeah, okay. We know like I'm a gunslinger and I wanna I wanna aim high and shoot big and whatnot. But this is the chance to put this city into a place where they've never been before. Not once. So your thought process has to kind of change where it's like, you know what? Yeah, I normally would do this, but hey, I need to be smart about this decision here. Let's get some points on the board and make sure that we're 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 doing every the, the strategy should shift a little bit. Uh-huh. And then and and to see that not happening, like it was just like, what's really going on here? Yeah. Like do the smartest thing to make sure that your team could Stay alive and and you know what I mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Pressure and, burst pipes, man. You know, like it really, it really hurt me because you know, like playing football for over thirty years, right? I've like given like my body up, and Roger can attest to it. You know, we've like this sport is not a joke, right? right? And to see that, like, it's 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 potentially going in a way where it's like people want to orchestrate how things are going to pan out when football as a sport is the most um, team-oriented team-oriented sport. You cannot tinker with it. Everybody has to be online, like on, on the same accord hmm. so that you could even just run a simple play. Yeah. A handoff is not a, – a, a dive up the middle is not just a dive up the middle. If your line is not blocking who they're supposed to block, yeah. if you as a quarterback, if I as a quarterback, don't turn the right way. If Rodgers, a running back, doesn't come down straight or he angles to the left, the whole play is gone. And it's like, that's the beauty of this, this sport. So I have a little bit of frustration with how I've seen a lot of things happen this year with the game, you know? Yeah. I Excuse me. And what hurts too with the, with the Niners is because I think it's hard. I'm not saying it's hard to bounce back, but like, you know, last year we made it all the way to the conference championship. And, you know, once Brock Purdy got his elbow torn, it was like the game wasn't the game anymore against the Eagles. But I felt like this whole season, we've been on a mission. Like the Niners have just been on a straight mission to come back to the Super Bowl. Like, they, like the way they played, the way they carried themselves pregame. You know, I remember in Cleveland, they almost got into a brawl, like, right before the game started. Like, the way they, they, their energy was the whole season, it was like, we're coming, like, we are not, like, we we think we're the best team in the league. We just got, our, just, our QB just got hurt. We're coming back. And they did it. They came back. But when you, when you come to this close and you get to overtime mm. and then you lose, like, mm. 
Yo, it's hard, man. That, that that it's hard to. I'm not saying it's impossible to bounce back. You can do it, and they're built to do it. It's just that loss is tough. We, Listen, and if anything, it's more psychological than anything else. Right. What happens if they go and they play the Chiefs again next year in the Super Bowl? Yep. Amount of pressure that's going to be on them, and it's from the top down. It's not even just the players. It's the coaches. It's it's you know Shanahan. It's Wilkes. Everybody's going to feel it because it's going to be like. We're in the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Two years in a row, are we gonna lose to Kansas City? Mm. Oh yeah. my god, that's like that's like Buffalo Bill territory back in like the late nineties oh. when they were losing to Dallas, and it's like they just couldn't get over the hump. They just kept getting back to the Super Bowl, and they just couldn't do it. Sure. And it, I feel like it was more pressure than anything else. It was just the pressure of, you know, it was just the pressure of being there, being in the big game again. And yeah. being on the biggest stage in the world with the most eyeballs on you and just not being able to produce like that, yeah. that in itself is, it's like a mountain on your shoulders. Forget regular season. It's, uh, you play this game to win the Super Bowl. If they don't win the Super Bowl, I don't care if you, 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 I don't care if you had a perfect season. Nobody's yeah. going to remember that. They're going to remember that you lost in the Super Bowl again mm -hmm. to Patrick Mahomes. For the second time in the past four years, that's yeah. what people remember. Yeah. Also, never compare us to the Bills. Um, <laughs> a couple of things you got to wrap up before we go. Oh, my middle fingers just want to. Oh, it's just creeping. It's just creeping. I don't um, know, man. I don't know. <laughs> hard insult. That's a hard insult. Two things before we wrap up. What y'all think about the Usher performance? Wicked. That's good. Wicked. Good. I can't lie. I thought he got a little bit tired at the end because he didn't have that exuberance that he had. I, I don't know if anybody else saw that. Man yeah. looked like he wanted to fall asleep. He said, you know, <laughs> I did his first 20 songs, and then after that. This, this, yeah. this, there's only so much glides you can do in a 45-year-old body. <laughs> That's the thing, man. Yo, this guy came straight from Vegas, man. This guy works for his money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, honestly, I I felt like it was it was a great it was a great good to great show. Like I think technical things that wasn't his fault. Like the mic wasn't working, so you couldn't hear him singing some of the songs at the, at the beginning. Right. You know what I mean? The first like maybe like five minutes or so, you can see that. I think they, they ended up giving him a mic after because it was like they couldn't hear him. Yeah. Uh, well, we couldn't hear him, I should say. But I also think too, like it's it's basically what I expected, like. The way Usher's been kind of like taking over the culture last year, especially with the residency in Vegas, and you know, like I mean, he he was breaking up relationships <laughs> for singing the women, and that yeah. whole residency was it was a cultural thing. It became a, a a huge cultural impact, right? So, like him now doing the Super Bowl, I'm like, oh well, that's this is like a layup for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I so so to to see what he did. The camera work was amazing. The like the dancers, all the the choreography. The the like, it was almost like a flying circus at times. You had the band. You had it was it was dope. Like having little John and like on top of the mosh pit with the cameras following him. Like angle like that was dope. Like it was it was what you expected. You know what I mean? And it and it's a smart business move for him because number one, I think his album might have dropped right now. His new album, mm -hmm. I think, might have dropped right now. His ticket sales for his tour go on go on sale tomorrow morning. This is perfect. You know what I mean? You're, you're already talking about the Super Bowl performance anyway. 
right? But now you got an album to drop to go with that. Your streams are already going to go up. That's going to take the impact of that too with new material, plus your old material, and your your tour is launching tomorrow morning. It's perfect business move. It's a, it's a win. It's an all around win for Usher. It was a it was a pure show, and when I say it's a pure show, it was like I found all aspects of the show was great. You know, they didn't have a whole bunch of different um, special effects. Like last year, I loved the show too. I mean, Dr. Dre. Um, was it Dr. Dre too? Who was it last year? I don't think it was Dr. Dre too. Was it Rihanna? I can't remember. Rihanna or Dr. Dre last year? It was Rihanna. No, I think it was Rihanna. It was Rihanna? Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad. I must be talking about the, the Super Bowl before that. Yeah. Remember the one where they had the huge floating stage? Or maybe I'm getting them mixed up. They had like mm. a massive floating stage. Yeah, I think that was Rihanna. That was Rihanna. Okay, yeah. my bad. Yeah. yeah, that was last year. Yeah. I just found like the music was fantastic. Um, I love the artist that he brought on. Um the choreography was great. Um, I love the circus theme. Um, I even liked the the part where they were um where they were roller skating. I thought that was pretty cool and they were dancing on roller skates. So I was like, okay, this is yeah, this is pretty cool. Jan, what up? Keep going, keep going. Jan, what up? Sorry, was that no, I said I just shouting out somebody on Instagram here. Jan, what's going on? What's up? Thank okay, you for following. But go on, keep going. Yeah, I just found it was a great show. Like musically, chore the choreography, everything was just fantastic. It was mm -hmm. it was really, really good. Kudos so a couple of us were at the keg watching watching they had booked out a little area for us because a couple of uh, people that we know worked there, the keg in Brampton. So shout out to them. Uh, and we were trying to guess what was gonna be his first song that he's gonna that he's gonna perform, right? How he's gonna open up. And he has a discography that is so deep that we forgot songs that he performed that were like, oh my yeah. God, like he could have opened it up in any which direction. So yeah, like every part of that show from top to bottom was amazing. Like, and it took you, like we're, we're having people clapping along with us in, in the keg in Brunson because the songs are bangers. Like this is like, you know, Cal, our conversation that we were talking about, about part, going to clubs and partying with really good music. Yeah. This was that. You had you got a party halfway through a Super Bowl game. Like, very well done. Very I, well done. Yeah, I was very I was very happy with how, how the performance went down. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't, to be honest with you, I'm really not that interested in the halftime show. Um, my wife watches it for the halftime show. That's the only reason why she watches the game. And she like, like most honestly, like most most um, yeah most yeah. women are casual fans to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually convinced that they the whole point of the halftime show is to make sure that a lot of the women actually watch the show. Um, not to say that most of them don't like football, but you know, my wife knew Usher was the headliner of the show before I even knew that. I only found that out a few days ago. I I don't care about the halftime show. I just want to watch mm -hmm. football. I want to watch a great game. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but I mean. They put on a great show since Jay Z took over. Yep. The management of the halftime shows. Yep. It's been absolutely phenomenal. I, I I don't know if I put this above um above Drain Snoop. I don't know if I put it above Drain Snoop. That was amazing. That one yeah, was the Drain that Snoop. Brought me was, back to my like that brought me back to my youth, man. Yeah. Watching those guys there, yo, like that was Eminem. Like he brought everybody out. Yeah. That was yeah, that was it was it was it was really good. It was it yeah. was it was really good. Um, 
so last thing before I cry myself to sleep, what is the um what what where do you guys see the Super Bowl going next year? Like who do you think from now? This is super early predictions, but who do you think it would be based on what you've seen this year? We know off season's coming, we know the draft is coming, we know injuries is gonna happen, but for right now, the super early predictions. Can you see this these two coming back again, or do you see somebody um knocking one of these guys off, if not both? Well, I have no reason to believe the Chiefs won't be there. Mm. So I think the Chiefs will definitely return. Um, I think there's a good chance the Niners might return if there's no injuries. Yeah, if there's no injuries. Um, if yeah, if it's a situation where Debo gets injured, Ayuk gets injured, um, I don't know if Brock would be able to survive that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the Lions. I feel like the Lions learned a very valuable lesson this year in the playoffs. Nope. Um, if there was any team that I think might possibly be able to make it, it would probably be Detroit. Um, and I feel like everybody would be rooting for them against whoever whoever they go against. Just because Detroit is like the ultimate underdog. Yeah. Right. Like, not a bigger underdog story than the city of Detroit, which is basically run down. Yep. Never made it to a Super Bowl before, never won a Super Bowl. You know, yep. everybody would be everybody would be behind them, regardless of who they go against. Um, they would definitely become America's new, the new, uh, the new America's team. If oh, they win a Super Bowl, like, that's that's the epitome of like what they call the American dream: to work your heart, your ass off to get to the top end. You know what I mean? So I, I I'm with you with that. Yeah, hundred percent. I think I ought to add to uh, Baltimore. Still very much contenders, yeah. right? Um, I'm. I'm an Eagles fan, right? Mm-hmm. I'm kind of nervous for them, though. Because the downhill trajectory that they took this year... Yeah, it wasn't good. Like, I don't know what's really happening right now. I think you might need to rejuice a couple of things because something... The, the math is not mathing right now. Like, mm-hmm. it was it was bad. It was <laughs> and it wasn't like any big injuries or anything like that. Nope. or Like, it was just a weird downturn. It was actually, to be honest, it was after that Niners game. Like when when we went in there and beat them, it was like right. You're after right. that, it was like because I was like, okay, well, we beat them, we got them, you know, like we'll probably get home field advantage, but it's probably going to be the two of us. So we're like, both teams are basically geared for each other. But right. by the time the regular season ended, it was like, yo, are, are they going to beat Tampa Bay? Like you know what I mean? It was it was a weird turn. Yeah. I don't know what happened to Philly. Like I, I feel like that's that's a mystery. Yeah, at time somebody's gotta come and tell me what the hell happened. Like somebody needs to come out with a book or something. I, you know, I feel like there's something going on in that locker room that they're not talking about. I don't know if if Hertz is beefing with, uh, you know, beefing with his whole old line. Like I I don't know. Somebody needs to explain to me how one team could take a nosedive that badly within yeah, just, the span of eight odd. games. Like it's. Right? Like they were, they were everybody. They were everybody's Super Bowl champions for the first half of the season. Yep. And then all of a sudden, the defense and the offense started playing like shit. That fell apart. It's like, yeah, no injuries. No, like what the hell, man? Really good call. That that definitely seems like something happened in the locker room that is spilling over into the into the play, and it just was just like irreversible. It became like quicksand because it just didn't make sense. They literally. They started every year for the last how many years just like on a great strong note where you're just like, oh, frick, it's the Eagles again. The Eagles were starting to become like what the Chiefs were. Yeah. 
didn't like, win one like with this new with the new regime and now it's just like i don't even know if we're gonna be able to like have a a a, a decent season next year because this was a bad slide it was it was a bad fly it was bad enough for them to basically they went through what two defensive coordinators right um you know they put Matt Pat Matricia. Uh, what's his name? Pat Matricia. Pat Patricia. Matt Patricia. Matt, 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 Matt Patricia in as yeah. their as their defensive coordinator. Which shit, man, that screams to me desperation. If anything That's does, <laughs> <laughs> like this guy basically went to he went to Detroit and he shit up that whole team so badly <laughs> that as soon as they basically replaced them, all of a sudden these guys are like a playoff team now. Like yeah. I don't know. I don't know what happens, man. I don't know what happened. Like I, I can't explain it. Yeah. You know, they looked like a shell themselves towards. They, they basically crawled into the playoffs, and they yeah, were like, weird. Make it in the playoffs. Yeah, it was like, odd. Like, it was odd how they fell apart. And then, if Kelsey retires, I think even though he's getting older, that's going to be a huge loss. Kelsey's gone. That, that whole, that whole tush push thing starts with him. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's, he's done for sure. Yeah, he's done he's, for sure. You already said he's. he's he already, done. Like he, he's. He's chilling. Yeah. Yeah. And if that's the case, then I think Philly takes a step back. Cause I mean, so. that's hard. I mean, it's a, that's an all pro center still. That the whole tush push thing starts with him. Yep. Yeah, it does. He's, it does. He's, he's not a, he's not the tallest O lineman. So he gets the leverage every time. Like yep. a tall center, I mean. So he's, he gets that leverage all the time. And he's um, the one who calls the offensive coverages too. He's the one yeah. who calls the offensive line plays. Right. That's yeah. right. I don't know if you guys even noticed that. Like there was a few times where Hertz called a play. And Kelsey was like, no, 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 no. We're going to call this yep. <laughs> in the play in the last playoff yeah. game. So he's the one who basically calls the coverages, right? Yeah, that's, that's a huge loss. And that's, that's a, a huge, huge, huge loss. loss, man. That's a massive loss. That's like the huge captain loss. of your offense almost, right? So I, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't like, know. I, like, I I think if um, – I think I'd, I'm being a little bit biased, but – I think the Niners have a great chance to go back just because of the reasons I laid out before. Like, you don't have to pay Purdy. So, and nobody's under, like, I, I'm sure there's some free agents that I'm not, not not locking into at the second, but but it's not anybody major that you could, that, that's going to be leaving right now. Like, you could run this back at least one more year before you have to give Purdy that money. Then you have to start restructuring everybody's contract and all that stuff. And I think the Eagles, not the Eagles, but the Lions are like, they're right there. It's now the what the Lions have to deal with is being the hunted now because they were the hunt. They were the hunters, you know what I mean, for so long, and that's great. But you know that thing flips when now you're the you're the team everybody's targeting. So how they respond to that is going to be something that that bears watching next year. But I think the Niners are like, we can come back from this. I think in the AFC side, yeah, I don't see Kansas City not being back there either. But there's a team that I think that. Could take them down if they're healthy, which is Cincinnati. Mm, yeah, I think if Burrow's is healthy, yeah, I don't know, man. But that's <laughs> if they're healthy. Burrow is like, uh, yeah, but if but if he's healthy, they beat the playoffs. And I mean, don't get me wrong; it's not to say uh, Kansas City didn't beat him before, but yo, Burrow's is a problem, man. He is when he's healthy. He is a problem. When, yeah. So, which is like is? second season. <laughs> Every second season, he's healthy. And plus, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but that other whoever that quarterback is who stepped in for Brock for um for um, Burrow, I can't remember his name, but he was actually amazing. Yeah, like, I can't remember what his name was. He was um 
I don't want, I don't know if he was a rookie or yeah, not. Yeah, I think it's Browning or something. Browning, like yeah, he came Browning. in the past four or five games. Yep. And I th- I watched this guy. He looked really really solid. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Not to well, say they already paid. Bur- they already Browning. paid uh, Burrows all that money. So they they did they did. But yeah. he has to stay healthy. He has to yeah. stay healthy. Like I don't know what's up with this guy, but I feel like every second season this guy's injured. But I think that's the team that's going to give. Like Buffalo's going to be there a little bit, depending on what they move, do this offseason. But I think Cincinnati's the one where you're like, hmm, I, I don't like, know. On the NFC side, I like Green Bay. Mm, yeah. Yes, I like yeah. Green Bay, man. That's a young team, and they are just – they're a bunch of ballers, man. Yeah. I don't, disagree, I don't disagree with that. I'm, I'm thinking um, just because of the little push that they made, and now – after his journeyman of a career, he's finally settling in. I think Tampa Bay is a team that we have to start looking out for as well. Yeah. Yeah. That kid, Baker Mayfield, he is a gamer. He, but, yeah. And, I, I got to give him his props this year. Yeah. You know, so I feel like, you know, if they could retain Evans or add to it. Yeah. Right? And they might be able to retain Evans because Evans doesn't really want to go. He's been there his whole career. He's won there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he wants to stay. The team's solid. He wants to stay. So right. we'll see. They have a pretty good chance of keeping him. But go but on. The pro- but the problem is that they have to pay. They're they're gonna have to pay um, Mayfield. That's what the problem is. Yeah. Mayfield. I think I can't remember what was his contract. His contract was something like five million dollars this year or something. Something really really low, right? Mm-hmm. So now that he brought them to the playoffs, he's going to be looking for $40, 45000000 million and probably a long-term contract too. I don't know if they're going to be able to pay him and pay Evans at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Evans is still – I feel like he's still the cornerstone of that offense. I mean – He is. This guy's 30 years old. How many touches does he have? 13 touchdowns yeah, this year. he was year. crazy this year. 1,000 yards. Like he, he was, was catching everything this year, man, more than anybody else. Because I even feel like, um, what was his name, Godwin? I felt like Godwin kind of faded off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, you know, he was like the next up-and-comer. And then Evans, I don't think anybody saw Evans' rise coming. Like, But then again, the guy, nine straight seasons. I think it was nine straight seasons with 1,000 yards. Yeah. Like that is legit. That's insane. That's crazy. It's, legit. it's a good call with Tampa, uh, Mikey. That's a good call. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, yeah, just, just, the, just the, like, I mean – it's like, like, but it's same thing. I think Greenfield's a great call. Uh, uh, um, Green Bay's a great call as well. I said Greenfield like it was a Greenfield. <laughs> <laughs> I love no show. I feel no show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Youth has their chance too. <laughs> oh man! But no, you're you're right. I think the other team I will throw in there is Houston too because they're in the same. Oh yeah. So you know what? Yeah. I love my CJ Stroud. Yeah. I love and let's be honest, the way his players talk about him, he's already got them bought into him as a man and as now he's their leader. You heard one of, I don't know if you heard this, but one of his teammates said, Yo, that kid, he's he's that guy. They 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 ran a test and they said that they checked his uh, checked his blood and it was all ice in his veins. <laughs> <laughs> and he said it so serious, like thrown off because they're like, what, what, what's that? <laughs> He's got ice water in his veins. You know, Listen, but, 
what's mean, he, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, what CJ Stroud did, did this year was just phenomenal. Like, I mean, he literally took he took a team that was basically bottom of the barrel last year. They didn't really do many, very many tra- changes. No. They just brought in Singletary, and I think they might have brought in another wide receiver. They tra- drafted Tank Dell, which was pretty good. Yeah. But he took basically the same roster they had last year where they were in last place because they picked him up in the – but I think he was the second – I think he was like the second player off the board. Yeah. yeah. He turned them into a championship team. Yep. Like, I mean, that just goes to show you how good – if you pick up the if you pick up the right quarterback, he can literally turn your team around. Yep. You know, yep. Nico Collins, who the fuck was Nico Collins before this guy came? Right. Yeah, no. All of a sudden a thousand yards, eight or nine touchdowns. It's like yep. it's it's crazy, man. Yeah, it is, man. It is, man. That kid, like, he's really he's really poised. Like he's he's ready now. Yes. You know, so yeah. yeah. No, I to- I totally agree. Well, you know what? We'll wrap up this uh, this live stream, man. First of, you know, probably many more this year. Um, I'm trying to get back on my live stream game. I should, I should say trying to. We'll be on my live stream game this year. So um, thank you guys for playing a part in the first part of that, man. I appreciate you all for, for doing that and letting me uh, maturely soak in my inner tears a little bit. It's going to be outward once I leave this live stream. But uh, but for now, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm going to be – no, actually, I'm not gonna be okay. I'm, 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 I'm not gonna be okay. <laughs> and, and the reason, and the reason why I kept this shirt on is because uh, I don't know if you guys can see this here, but Patrick Willis, you know, just got nominated for oh, all the fame man. today. So I have to represent him, man. Yeah. I have to represent. I have to do it. So yeah. Yeah. you know, I'm a Niner guy, man. It was either this or, the, or my Kaepernick jersey, but I, I was mm-hmm. like, I have to, I have to represent with. Uh, Patrick Willis, man, like that, that, that was my dude. Yeah. So, yeah, kudos yeah, to rep- yeah, he deserved man. it. He absolutely, deserved absolutely, deserved that. What up, Jalen? What up? What's going on? Big game yesterday, man. Keep shooting. <laughs> but, oh yeah, Catch, man. Yes, but um, but yeah, no, man. Like I said, I appreciate y'all, man, for for hopping on, man. Much love to both of you guys, and we'll do this again sooner than later. Thanks for having. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me, Kelsey. Yeah, man, no doubt. No doubt. Peace out.